Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm Lisa Carpenter, Master Life Coach to driven, ambitious humans who want more out of life without having to sacrifice themselves to achieve it. I'll share how it's possible to slow down, take better care of yourself, find more peace and ease, create sustainable energy, stop procrastination and overwhelm, and fall in love with your life, your business, and your body. This podcast is for you if you're ready to learn what it takes to thrive as a high performer, do less, but achieve more, make you and your well-being a top priority, and create your extraordinary life. I'm so glad you're here. Well, hey, hey, and thanks for joining me for another episode of the Full Frontal Living Podcast, or maybe you're watching me on video on YouTube, or maybe you're even just watching a clip of this on Instagram. Uh, It seems my team is getting really efficient and putting me everywhere, and I'm learning to be comfortable with having my team put me everywhere. What you may not know is that back in the day, I really liked to hide in plain sight. I really struggled with visibility. I struggled with putting myself out there, and I especially struggled with video and it cost me a lot of time and energy in my business because I was more willing to entertain the itty bitty shitty committee between my ears than I was just to get over myself and to be uncomfortable and put myself out there. And I'm so grateful that I have because although I still don't love recording my podcast on video, it's not about me. So if you're listening to this and you are maybe an entrepreneur and you're running your own business, I want you to consider where are you holding yourself back and you're making about making it about you instead of making it about the people who need to find you. So this is an amazing way for me to be able to connect with my audience. You get to see my face as I'm recording this podcast if you are watching it on video. And Again, it's not about me. It's about you. So if this helps us to connect, then I am willing to sit at my desk and record these episodes for you. So today's episode is really kind of a follow-up to episode number 228, where I talked about a strategy that I give my clients to help them to understand what is keeping them so busy, what is draining their energy. And this is keeping a doing diary. Now, nobody likes doing a doing diary just like many people don't like doing food logs, but it really does give you a perspective as to where you're spending your time and energy. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and take a listen, because today I want to talk about what I do with my clients once I have their doing diary. So most clients quickly become aware that they are spending a lot of time on stuff that doesn't really matter, stuff that they could be delegating or just deleting altogether and getting really laser focused on the stuff that they actually need to do to move the needle forward in their business or in their life. Because almost every single person I work with, they want more time and energy. They want more peace and ease and joy and fulfillment in their world. They want to get off the hamster wheel of their life. They want to feel better. They want to have the time and space to prioritize themselves and being busy all the time is not allowing for that. So by doing the doing diary, it really helps them to look at and then be able to take responsibility for where they are spending their time and energy. So what do we do with that information? I really have them categorize it into three different piles. 
the delete it pile, which means they shouldn't be doing it at all. So where can you look at your life? What things are you doing that you're like, have you even checked in to see if you still need to be doing them, right? Can you, can you delete them altogether? Uh, what things can only you do? So nobody else can do it. So to use my business as an example, nobody can sit down and record my podcast for me. I have to do this piece. Now, where this video and audio goes after I record it, that I delegate to my team and they take care of everything else, which is amazing. But way back in the day, I used to do everything myself. So no wonder I was so busy all the time because I was taking everything on. So in order to free up some of my time and energy, I did have to invest money into that, but my time and my energy to me is more valuable than my money. So you might not be in that position yet because I understand that I had to work. You know, we, we all have to get ourselves to a place where we're comfortable investing. And when it comes to money, I personally work from the place of the money needs to be there before I invest. Now, other coaches might tell you, you need to just invest in you. You need to take that step. Everybody has to look at what their money journey is going to be. And for me personally, I had to learn how to be discerning about my money. I, in the past, I would just throw money at everything to fix the problem, not even recognizing that, you know, just to, to quote Taylor Swift, the problem was me. So now I'm really, uh, I really take a stance of if I want to invest in something, then I need to make sure that I'm allowing that revenue to come in first and money loves a purpose. So as soon as I make a decision about, I want to invest in something, that's when the money starts to show up. That has been my experience. That may not be your experience. So my team now runs with this because again, my time and my energy is actually worth more to me than the money that I invest in them to make sure that this content gets out to you. And then the last one is, so I talked about uh, delegating and deleting and then doing, right? I'm the only one that can do this. Now, I focus on what are the most important things that I need to get done? So when I'm looking at this inventory of all these things on my doing diary that I'm doing, I have to get clear on what are the most important things that only I can do and that actually are the most important. And this is where you have to show up with a level of discernment because listen, just like you, I have many responsibilities. I wear many hats, business owner, partner, parent, I got all these different things that I need to do. So it's my responsibility to really look at all the things that only I can do and prioritize them. So if you are getting into overwhelm, I want you to think of overwhelm as a lack of prioritization because you cannot do all the things. You just can't. So know what things you need to prioritize. Be honest with yourself. Make sure those things get done first. And they are probably the things that you don't necessarily want to do. So for instance, even recording this podcast, I did not want to sit at my down at my desk and do this. I love you guys, but I did not feel like recording my podcast. However, it needed to get done. And I can't work from my feelings. I have to work from my commitment. There was no reason for me not feeling like I wanted to do it. Sometimes I don't feel like doing things. I'm sure you're the same. Sometimes you don't feel like doing things. But it's making that decision of this is what I committed to. So I need to follow through on this. And the truth is, when I really sat with myself, was there any reason for me to not 
do it. No, it would just simply because I didn't feel like it. Now, if it was my energy was off or like, and, and I mean like really off, if I was having a really bad day, had a really rough day the other day, then I would have said, you know what? This is not the right day to record this podcast, but that wasn't true for me today. So it's kind of like if you wake up in the morning and you've decided you're going to go to the gym and then you wake up in the morning and you are exhausted. There's a difference between being exhausted and needing more rest and saying, you know what, I'm making the decision to not go to the gym today versus waking up and just being like, oh, my bed is so warm. I don't feel like going to the gym and then staying in bed. Unless we work from commitment, nothing is going to change. So there has to be space in there for some flexibility, right? Because as much as I am a committed person, I have also learned that I have to extend myself grace and compassion and really check in with myself about what it is I need. But I've had to learn the difference between I don't feel like it versus wait a minute, this is really not the right time for me to be doing this. So work from commitment as much as possible. So this means knowing those most important tasks. And again, they're usually things that you don't necessarily want to do, or you might not feel like doing because there's other busy things that you know you need to get done um, that you would rather maybe sink into. So we often distract ourselves with things that aren't a priority, okay? So I'm just gonna say that. So what do we do? with all these other doing things that only we can do that need to get done. So you prioritize the things that you need to do every single day. So in my in my life, in my business, I know what I need to do daily. I know what I need to do weekly. And I know what monthly tasks I have to do. I know what those priorities are. And you're gonna have to determine what those are for you because they're gonna look different than mine. But then again, what do you do with all these extra little things? right? Like I have some stuff I need to follow up with my accountant. There's some appointments that I need to make. Um, I've got some client stuff that I have to take care of. And client stuff is always a priority, but there's different even grades of which is a priority in terms of where it lands on the uh, my sheet of priorities, so to speak. So here's how I handle this. And hopefully this will work for you as well. And I've used this with a lot of my top performing clients because I want to keep them out of overworking, right? Because when we know we have these things to do, they can just niggle at us. And those open loops, these open loops of things that need to get done will suck your energy because you may not realize how much time and energy you're spending thinking about the things that you need to do that aren't getting done while you're still trying to figure out what do I need to prioritize, right? This is where like overwhelm comes in because we're like, these things have to get done. So the strategy that I use is I keep a running tally of these like extra things that need to get done, you know, appointments that need to get booked, uh, some follow-up stuff for clients. There's a whole host of different things. I've got a, uh, a video that I need to shoot for a testimonial, all important things, but not top priority things. So they go on a running list. And when there's enough, like a substantial chunk of things on that running list, I make time for a get it done day. Now it doesn't even need to be a whole day. It can be two or three, four hours. Maybe it's only an hour that I need if I sit down and those things on that doing list, right? On those, those open loops, 
those tiny little things that have been niggling at me, but they need to get cleared. I need to close the loops on them. I need to close the energy on them. I need to complete them so that I can feel successful. Those are the only things I do in the get it done day. Okay, those are not for priority things. Priority things get done on a day-to-day -day basis or a weekly basis or a monthly basis. This is specifically for those little picky things, you know, the ones you just want to tick off. So get it done day. Now you can schedule a get it done day whenever you choose. You can have a get it done day scheduled on your calendar every month. I don't necessarily need a get it done day every month. Sometimes it's only every couple of months that I need a get it done day. And again, you get to decide how much time you are going to dedicate. Give yourself more time than you think you're going to need because the point of the get it done day is to, to get it done, get it all done so that your to-do list is clear. And remember, even with the things you've put on that list, it is still your responsibility to look at what you could possibly delegate or delete. Okay. It's, it's not about, oh, I've given myself, I get a done day. So now I can do all these things. No, 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 no. You still need to go through and be discerning about what you need to delegate and delete. This is an important part of the step. So your get it done day, you'll be able to close those loops and you will be delighted with how good you feel afterwards and how knowing that you have put aside a get it done day, whether it's once a month, once every couple of months, once a quarter, whatever it works for you how much that supports your energy because now you can put things on the list you don't have to roll them around in your brain and you know you've allocated a time that is specifically to get them done okay so a very simple way for you to manage your energy uh to you know again not have things rattling around in your brain not get caught in the i don't feel like it but the whole goal is to sit down, get it done, feel proud and accomplished at the end of it, close those loops, and then just repeat the process again. So make sure you go back and listen to episode number 228. Uh, if you're wanting to learn more about the doing diary, and I talk a little bit about some of this, um, the content that's in this episode, in that episode as well. So it'll be good review for you. And other than that, have a fantastic week ahead. If you are interested in working with me, I am enrolling right now for women, A-type, A-type, high achieving, although often you don't see yourself as high achieving because you still think that you've got so much more to do and you don't value your accomplishments, driven, ambitious, you want more without all the personal sacrifice. You really do want to prioritize yourself. You want more energy. You want more vitality in your life. You want to prioritize your health and well-being physically and emotionally so that you can live an extraordinary life. So I am enrolling for a hybrid group one-to-one -one container that starts in September called The Collective. It's going to run over six months. We're going to do one-to-one -one coaching calls and the group calls. This is not a group program. There are no PDFs to download. There's no curriculum to follow. This is a group where... Uh, there's only a max five women that are going to be in this group. We come together as a collective. I bring a topic, we have conversations and we do live hot seat coaching. And what ends up happening is every woman learns from each other because the women I work with are all very, very similar. And we learn how to share perspectives. We learn how to give 
feedback, we learn how to hold space for other people, and we give ourselves the opportunity to explore our vulnerability and how much strength can be found in that. Because most of us, at least most of my clients, avoid vulnerability like the plague. And that's one of the things that is keeping them trapped in their lives, being strong and you know, feeling like they've got to have it all under control all the time and be so high functioning all the time. So if that is you, um, you can head over to lisacarpenter.ca forward slash collective um, where you can add your name to the waitlist, and we will get an application over to you, or I'll reach out to you personally, and we can hop on a call to see if it's going to be a great fit for you. Again, there's only five spaces available, and they will fill up quickly. So don't hesitate if you've been looking for an opportunity to work with me and be in the room with other extraordinary women. And if that scares you a little bit, it's probably exactly where you need to be, because at some point, you have to realize your own, that you are an extraordinary woman. And I know that many of my clients really struggle with that is stepping into their, for lack of a better term, greatness, but acknowledging, acknowledging how phenomenal they truly are. All right. So have a wonderful week ahead. Remember that only you can make yourself a priority. That is nobody else's job. And it's your responsibility to take good care of you. So make it a great week and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, yeah, I'll see you on the next episode.